Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening and welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio once again. I'm Rob Pritchard with you on this packed programme until 6.30pm. Coming up tonight... A crucial tie at the bottom of the Canada Life Men's Premier League is among the pick of the ties in the Manx Football Leagues this weekend, whilst FC Isle of Man are back on home soil tomorrow afternoon. In hockey, a dramatic final weekend in the mixed league season awaits, with two titles up for grabs and a huge relegation decider. And in rugby, Douglas, Vagabonds men's and Vagabonds ladies are all in action tomorrow, whilst the Ravenscroft Manx Shield also returns after a week's break. That is all to come this evening. Let's dive straight into the Manx footballing fixtures taking place this weekend. We were due to have one game this evening. That is not going to be taking place. We'll come to that in a moment. But games across Saturday and Sunday as ever. And as always, he's back in the studio again to talk us through it. Tony, very good evening to you. Uh, good evening to you, Rob. And they're all set for another weekend and we've got the World Cup to contend with as well. So a lot of footy going ahead. You're going to be shooting away from this once we're finished with you, aren't we, to try and get yourself behind a TV screen? But, uh, <laughs> well, as I mentioned, we were due to have one game in the Canada Life Women's League this weekend between Douglas Royal and Peel at 8.40pm tonight. But Tony, that's not going ahead, is it? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Douglas Royal didn't have uh, enough players. They couldn't get a squad together. Shame for Peel, uh, because it seems to be sort of them that are getting penalised at the moment because a uh, recent game against Castletown uh, last week was uh, called off about uh, 15 minutes before kickoff. Douglas Royal, for whatever reasons today, just couldn't get enough together. And a bit of a story on that at the moment. You know, with women's football losing one or two games, I know some are injured, uh, commitments obviously to family and also to work as well. So it's proven a little bit of a problem, but hopefully it'll sort itself out in the next uh, few games and we'll get back to standard football. Hopefully so. Let's look to Saturday then. Games across the Canada Life Men's Premier League, Division 2, Combi 1 and Combi 2. Let's take a look first of all at the Canada Life Men's Premier League. We do have one game off, so five going ahead, including a huge clash at the bottom between St George's and Moran. So, Tony, take us through it. Will do. And uh, Douglas Royal against Ayr has been uh, postponed. Uh, Douglas Royal's pitch, I believe, is um, you know struggling. They played on it last week and they, this is where it can sort of go against you. You think you're okay, you play on it, you cut it up, you can't sort of abandon it halfway through and then you can't get on it with the weather that's been there this week and uh, they haven't been able to quadruple it. So unfortunately, uh, that game has gone. St John's against Dare Ramsey, what a great game this is going to be. St John's last week, look impressive uh, against uh, Corinthians. Corinthians did as well, uh, but it's a right old battle and Sam Brown's got a real strong team uh, there. And when you look at uh, probably the two forward Top players won't be playing in Callum Taggart and also Dean Lease. Uh, so the responsibility would be people like uh, Jamie Moffat and others to try and get the goals. But what a great uh, scoreline for Ramsey uh, seven days ago against Douglas Royal, winning 8-2. That's incredible, that, because uh, Ramsey been struggling of late, touched on that last week, but they put it right last week, good performance, and they want to try and get into the Decart Railway Cup uh, semi-finals. Russian against Corinthians, well, uh, Stewie Neen stepped down as uh, coach for Russian this week. Uh, so it's Nick Robinson who's got sole control of the team and we'll wait and see how that goes against Corinthians. By the sound of it, no Furu Davies because he's included in the FC Man squad. Corinthians, no Chrissy Cannell, uh, just uh, resting him after his first game back for a long, long time last week. Just wants to uh, take it easy. Uh, no uh, Adam Killier, the goalkeeper, has now got a red card, misses three games. Uh, so Jack Corran will come in. Jack's a really good uh, goalkeeper. He's a promising uh, young player. So I would think uh, Corinthians might just uh, win that one. I know it's home advantage for a Russian. Peel against Onken. 
Onken have been really good too against the better teams and they'll be hoping to see David Reese's squad if it can get the points away from Peel. But Peel at the moment being a lot of people's sort of choice uh, to try and uh, win this uh, Canon Live Premier League. So George against Moran, as you say, uh, down towards the bottom of the table. But Kira McNulty now has stepped away from SC Isle of Man. Uh, he's deregistered and he's going to play for St George's, I would think. No Sean Quay, he'll be suspended, but Chris Bass will be included in that. So I think Johnny Myers is happy enough with the squad he's got and uh, Moran are going to find it difficult to beat them. And Laxey against uh, Douglas High School, old boys. Laxey, I've seen their team. I'll keep it a uh, secret until tomorrow afternoon, uh, but it's pretty strong, that, Rob, and I can only see Johnny Palmer's uh, team taking all the points away from a struggling Douglas High School, old boys team who could do with some points to get them away from Mount the bottom of the table but tomorrow afternoon I don't see it uh, happening and let's just hope Laxey's pitch is fit after what uh, rain's coming in tonight and also a little bit tomorrow morning not revealing the team teasing us this evening <laughs> alright let's move on to DPS Limited Division 2 now uh, one of the big results from last week was of course St Mary's suffering their first defeat of the season at the top of the table and emphatically so 6-1 they were beaten by Castletown and St Mary's are at home against Foxdale this weekend Colby uh, hosts Castletown in the among the four games that are taking place yeah I think uh, the St Mary's game is uh, kicking off at 4.30 because FC Isle of Man uh, are playing tomorrow it's just purely uh, that uh, they couldn't get the team uh, Charnikov, uh, the Isle of Man um, on Sunday because there's training going on down at Ronaldsway so uh, the team came in early or coming in early, I think they come today actually uh, they're staying overnight and then uh, tomorrow morning uh, they'll be uh, down the bowl, I'm pretty certain about half past 11 ready for the game to kick off at 1 o'clock but yeah, bit of a shock that wasn't it Rob last week against Castletown, against Foxtail it's going to be as tough as well but St Mary's had a really good training session last night. A lot of ball work. Um, so hopefully they're back on song. And uh, St Mary's will be hoping to beat Foxdale. When you look at the other games, Michael against Governors, you'd expect Michael to win. They're absolutely flying. I know they've dropped a few points of late, but still looking good. Uh, Jim's against Ramsey U Centre. have to go for Ramsey U Centre to win that, uh, even though Jim's are at home. I think the pitch will be a little bit sticky. And the final game, uh, real Southern Derby. Uh, Colby against Castletown. No love lost between these two sides, but I mean that in a friendly way, Rob. It's not going to be fisticuffs. But uh, Castletown, Danny Lane last week, absolutely brilliant with those uh, three, four goals that he got. And I expect him to uh, try and prove a point against one or two players that he used to play with who play for Colby. And uh, I think they're going to find it tough, Colby. And that's why Castletown will take the points. Very well. Let's look at the combination league. Start with Canada Life. Combi 1, we've got five games there. Yeah, it's always difficult to pick these because uh, squad rotation, but Air against Air, Douglas Royal. I'm going to go for uh, Air to pick up the points in that one. Ramsey against St John's. St John's uh, battered Corinthians seven days ago, so I'm going to go for St John's to win that. I think uh, Liam Sale, tremendous form. I think he got four of the goals. Uh, Corinthians against Russian. Very young side, Corinthians, but Russian high-flying at the top of the league, so I'd expect Russian to win there. Onken against uh, Peel. Going to go for Peel. I think uh, Peel know that they've just got to keep winning and hope that Russians slip up somewhere. And Douglas High School old boys against Laxey. Old boys near the bottom of the table. Laxey should have enough uh, quality in there to take the points away from old boys. And then finally on Saturday, there are four games in DPS Limited, Combination 2. Yeah, Ramsey Centre going well in uh, Combi 2, so I'll go for them to have victory against uh, Jim's. Braddon against uh, Paul Rose. 
Uh, Braddon, I watched a few of their little dream young players that are coming through in the under-18s midweek. Even though they got beat, there's some impressive players coming through the ranks there against the Polo side who have got one or two uh, really good players and it makes it difficult to break them down. Uh, they might be the difference to get the goals. I'll just go for Pulley just to sneak that. Foxdale against uh, St Mary's. St Mary's know if they're going to win this league, they've got to keep uh, winning. And against Foxdale, I think they will. Uh, looking at the combi last night, they were training well, worked hard. And Castletown against uh, Colby should go to uh, Castletown, depending on how strong Colby's team is. Well, those are your fixtures for Saturday. Three fixtures on Sunday. We'll start with the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup kicking off at 20 to 4 tomorrow at the Bowl, and that's Malou versus Corinthians. Yeah, and uh, Corinthians at the moment uh, with that uh, sneaky win against Onken, 2 0 down, and then got three goals in the second half to uh, take victory 3 2. I know uh, Corinthians uh, a little bit light on players at the moment, but I have to say, Rob, Malou, to say uh, they're back in women's football. I was really impressed with them uh, the other night when I watched them play a couple of weeks ago and a well done to them because uh, a lot of them haven't played football before and tremendous hockey players so they were fit and um, it was really good to watch. I enjoyed watching that game and uh, I've got to go for Corinthians just to win it. Very well and last but certainly not least we have two games in the Masters football on Sunday. Yeah, Corinthians against uh, Onken this 2pm kickoff up at uh, Bala Fletcher. Um, all my boys are, are looking pretty good. Hopefully they won't be uh, having a shandy or two tomorrow night. Uh, but uh, Onken have got a strong squad. They're not sharing it with me. Uh, so I'm going to go for Corinthians just to win it. And uh, Douglas and District against Governors Athletic. 2-10 kickoff at the bowl. Governors, I think, will just be a little bit too strong for D&D. D&D has struggled twice this year to field a team. Um, just transition, I think it is, for them. New players coming in. So Governors take the victory. Very well. Those are your Manx footballing fixtures this weekend where we've got just a couple of minutes. So we'll take a brief look at FC Isle of Man. They'll be looking to reverse a recent run of three defeats on the bounce in all competitions when they welcome Charnock Richard to the bowl tomorrow afternoon. The game is kicking off at the earlier time of 1pm. Uh, this is due to a training exercise being held at Isle of Man Airport on Sunday, meaning Charnock Richard wouldn't have been able to travel back. So they're having to travel back on Saturday evening instead. Well, Charnock Richard, they beat FC Isle of Man 5-1 at Mossy Park back at the start of October. October, but they themselves are looking to recapture a little bit of form. Whilst FC Isle of Man are down in 19th in the table, Charlotte Richard are in a steady place in 10th, but trying to come off back-to-back defeats in their last two games in all competitions. We can just bring you the squad very quickly for FC Isle of Man tomorrow, and that is James Rice, Phil Kelly, Jamie Corlett, Jacob Crook, Alex Maitland, Tom Shimmin, Morgan Naylor, Tiernan Garvey, Charlie Higgins, Dominic McCarry brennan Dan Simpson, Steve Whitley, Carl Watson, Tom Creer, Fura Davies and Luke Murray. And you can see more details on that, as well as an extended interview with manager Paul Jones looking ahead to this weekend and recent results over on the sports section of manxradio.com. Well, Tony, we've got around 90 seconds or so here. You won't be joining me in the commentary booth this weekend. We'll have a very special guest co-commentator in your place, a certain Sean Doyle, who'll be very familiar to FC Alaman fans. We're very much looking forward to having him on board. But looking to this weekend, both teams with a little bit of a point to prove with recent results. FC Isle of Man, they'll have known Charlotte Richards' quality. They're really going to have to step it up across 90 minutes, aren't they? Well, they are, and it's at home, so it's, uh, it'll help things. And uh, one o'clock kickoff, bit of a strange time for them because uh, they've uh, been playing in uh, de- uh, darkness over here a lot of the time and uh, they'll be playing in daylight so it does help them a little bit I think but you know listening to the squad there there's still um, you know a few of the more experienced players there missing out there but there's still some good young players coming through and Dominic McCarry Brennan's certainly a star for the future he'll come in and good to see Dan Simpson in uh, for that uh, left hand side but you know Luke Murray a lot of responsibility for him up front but uh, defensively while I was looking at the league tables uh, today Rob 
they concede an awful lot of goals and they're not scoring enough goals. So they need to score more, obviously, and defend uh, better. So hopefully Paul's been sort of looking at that. I know I heard his interview before and uh, try and tighten things up and, and get the attack going as well. We'll have to wait and see. Well, if you're not heading down to the bowl for FC Alaman versus Charnet Richard, kicking off at 1pm tomorrow, we've got you covered on Manx Radio as ever. Full live match commentary of tomorrow's game between the two sides on Manx Radio AM 1368 and Digital. Well, Tony, thank you very much. Enjoy your time watching the Manx football tomorrow, and I'll be catching up with you very soon. Well, we're now going to move on to hockey, and it's the final weekend of the mixed Manx hockey season, and what a final showdown we are in for. Whilst both the Division 2 and Division 3 champions have been confirmed, the Premier League and Division 1 titles are still to be decided in the final round of games. Two old foes and the current title challengers meet in the Premier League for a huge contest, whilst two teams are level on points at the top of Division 1 going into the weekend in the quest to become champions. So how might, how might this go down and what will different results mean? I spoke to Ben Cunningham ahead of this epic weekend. So we are now approaching the grand finale of the Mixed Hockey League season. Let's take a look at the next fixtures in the Rossborough Mixed Premier League. Early pushback, 12.35 at QE two and it's Valkyze against Castletown Celts. This one I think will be very close. Uh, Valkyze haven't had the best of seasons. They've had a mixture of results but then they have had their good results when they needed to but then Castletown Celts have really been a surprise package this year causing a few upsets. It'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. I think Castletown Celts might just nick it you know. There are three games pushing back at five past two in the Premier League this weekend and one of these the next one here this is a big one in terms of where the title might be going. It's Backers A versus Vikings A at the NSC. Yeah big game this. Backers A just need to win or draw and they'll win the league. If Vikings A win, they then will play Castletown Celt in a rescheduled game in the week after this weekend. And if Vikings A win that one, then Vikings A will win the league. But this game has got so much riding on it. And of course, Backers A beat Vikings A 6-0 last time the two teams met. Yeah, so Vikings A will definitely be looking for redemption in this game. And if there's a chance to take the league off Backers A, then I'm sure they'll be definitely trying to get it. One of the other games at five past two in the Premier League, Backers B versus Ramsey A at Ramsey Grammar School. Yeah, this one will be interesting. Ramsey A have found a bit of form in the last few games and Backers B have as well. It'll be interesting to see how the, the two you know, play out against each other. Maybe Ramsey A might just finish the season off with a win. Then also five past two over at QE2 in Peel. It's a battle of the B teams. Vikings B against Valkyries B. Yeah, Valkyries B sadly were relegated last weekend following their results. So Vikings B will be hoping to just go out there and get the win. Or Valkyries B will just be looking to see maybe if they can just get a last-ditch result. Then we move on to Rossborough Mixed Division 1. It's even tighter at the top of the table here. Two teams tied on 13 points apiece, both Harlequins A and Valkyries C. Well, let's take a look at the fixtures that they've got. So all pushing back at 12.35 and the NSC, we have Vikings D versus Harlequins A. Yeah, and when these two last met, it ended as a stalemate. So Harlequins A will definitely be looking to make sure that this ends as a win. There's so much riding on this game and the next game uh, Valkyries C against Castletown Southerners. Both Harlequins and Valkyries C are level on points in this league. So whoever wins really it will come down to the head-to-heads and possibly even the goal differences but we'll have to see how they play out. And then the final game in this league is uh, Vikings C who sadly were relegated last weekend 
against uh, Bacchus. This one will probably be a quite quite nice friendly game to finish the season off. Very well, let's move on to Rossborough Mixed Division 2. Well, Mixed Division 2 and Mixed Division 3, the champions were already confirmed last weekend. Castletown Camags crowned champions of Division 2. Let's take a look then at the fixtures in Division 2. There is a massive relegation decider at the bottom of this table, isn't there? Yep, so at 11.05 at Castle Russian High School, we have Castletown Cushags against Ramsey Rookies. These two both level on points at the bottom of the table. It could come down to just whoever wins this game, or as we said in the last our last bit there, could come down to the head-to-heads or goal differences. When these two last met, rookies did win 2-0, so Crushags will definitely be looking to make sure that they turn things around and you know avoid being the relegated team. Elsewhere, at 11.05, Peel, we have Falkais D against league champions Castletown Camags. I think Camags will definitely be looking to finish uh, on a high and keep that unbeaten run up right to the end. So I'm going to go for a Castown Camags win there. And then the final game at 12.35 at Ramsey Grammar is Ramsey Ravens, who have secured second place following a midweek win against Viking Z. This one will probably be a close game as well, but Ramsey Ravens, you know, secured second and they'll be wanting to finish on a high. Let's move on to Rossborough Mixed Division 3. The champions, Backers Colts, confirmed last week there is no relegation from this league. So let's take a look at the fixtures we have in this league. Yep, so at 11.05, we have the champions, Backers Colts, fees second place, Harlequins B. This game, as we said, it's first fee second, but... Backers Colts are crowned champions. Harlequins B could potentially, if they win this weekend, end Backers Colts' unbeaten run, right, which has been running right through this season. When they these two did meet last time, it uh, ended a 6-4 win to Backers Colts. So, you know, Backers Colts will know what they're looking to do in this game. The next game is Harlequins C v Castletown Cosney. This is a mid-table clash and, you know, these two, when they last met, it was level pegging, so it's all to play for. But as we said, first and second are decided in this league, so it'll all just be a mid-table clash in this one. And then the final game sees Backers D play Castletown Carrigs. Backers D are bottom, but they're level on points with Falkai's Colt, who have played all their games now. It'll be interesting to see if Backers D can hold Castletown Carrigs and avoid finishing in that bottom spot. And then last but certainly not least, we have three games in the Rossborough Mixed Under-15s. Yep, so they're all at 3.35. The first one is at Castle Russian, and that's Vikings v Castletown Sharks. The second game, again at 3.35, is Castletown Savers against Harlequins Under-15s. And then the final game is Backers Under-15s against Ramsey Rogues and Rascals. Manx Radio Sport. And finally tonight, it's a packed schedule of Manx Rugby this weekend, both on and off Ireland. Douglas, Vagabonds Men's, Vagabonds Ladies and the Ravenscroft Manx Shield all in action on Saturday. To take a look through the busy schedule, as ever, is Dave Christian. We'll start with Regional Northwest 2 at Douglas away at Winnington Park. Douglas two weeks ago had a big win against Broughton Park at Portishee. That will have given them a little bit of a shot in the arm. They'll be up for this one. They're away from the bottom of the table. And guess what? Who's replaced them at the bottom? Winnington Park. So this trip to Winnington Park is going to be looming very large on the Douglas radar. They're going to be wanting maximum points away from home just to pull them away from that relegation zone. The third from bottom now 
Good news for Douglas. Harry Hewson's back. He's had a long absence this season. Initially, I think, if my memory serves me correctly, he was on holiday. Then he's picked up a head injury. Well, he's back in action. He scored in the last outing against Broughton Park. So that's good news for Douglas. The back line, uh, hopefully we've still got enough firmness in the pitch to allow Douglas to use their quick back line. And Winnington Park had not been gone so well. Played 10, won 2, lost 8. It's the same playing record as Douglas. Only difference between them is a couple of bonus points. Douglas have got a good record against Winnington Park as well. On current form, at least, you've got a fancy Douglas to pick up some points away from home. Vagabonds, however, have a much taller order in a counties ADM Alt 3 Lancashire Cheshire. Vagabonds are away at the unbeaten league leaders Hoylake. Hoylake, I think, have dropped four points. They've got 36 out of a maximum 40. They had a 17-all draw against second place Garstang two weeks ago. I think Hoylake will be looking to do much better than that. They've beaten Ramsey in the Cheshire Bowl. They've also beaten Ellesmere Port in the Cheshire Bowl. So Hoylake, all things looking good for them. For Vagabonds, not looking quite so good. A lot of commitment from the front five, but uh, outside of that, I watched them against Port Sunlight two weeks ago and uh, they weren't that brilliant. A lot to work on there up at Bella Fletcher. This game is away at Hoylake up there on the Wirral and I think Vagabonds are really going to struggle here and uh, Hoylake should take maximum points. In uh, ladies, NC1 Northwest, Vagabonds back-to-back games, which is very unusual for them, away at Broughton Park. Just lost out against Chester at home uh, last weekend. A last-minute penalty for Chester give them a win rather than a share of the points. But uh, it's very tight. The top four or five in this league are all closely linked together. Southport have ran away with it at the top, but Vagabonds are in that chasing group. And a win away at Broughton Park would do them the world of good. Could lift them as high as second place. Broughton Park, however, just two points behind Vaggers in the standings and a win for them would also put them up, I think, as high as third. So a lot to play for between two evenly matched teams. If Vagabonds can get the full-strength squad away, should be okay for them. I think Maisie Murray's due back from injury. She'll probably drop into the front row. Might free up Corinna Daly to start at number eight where she can use her power off the base of the scrum. This could be quite a close game. Domestically, we also have three games in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. Eastern Barbarians will face uh, Ramsey's Blues down at Portishee. Should be, on paper at least, a straightforward win for the Blues. The Barbarians have been up and down all season in terms of team selection. Uh, Ramsey's Blues have been looking quite strong, and uh, I think they should run away with the points. And where we'll be for Saturday Live is Balakilia Park, Port Erin. We've got two games down there. We've got uh, Southern Nomads Greens against Western Vikings. That kicks off at one o'clock. We also have Southern Nomads Whites against Castletown, which kicks off at 2.15. So we'll be there hopefully to cover the bulk of both of those games for Saturday Live. We should see a win for the Greens and also a win for the Whites, but that's all going to be down to respective team strength and uh, how thinly Southern Nomads Club has to spread itself. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Ben Cunningham and Dave Christian. Just one final reminder, if you're not heading to the bowl to watch FC Alaman versus Sean Richard in the early 1pm kickoff in the NWCFL Premier Division tomorrow, we will have you covered. We'll be providing full live match commentary myself and guest co-commentator Sean Doyle on Manx Radio AM 1368 and Digital. Well, have yourself a wonderful Friday evening and a wonderful weekend, whatever you're doing. Chris Kinney is with you next, so until next time, bye for now. Station, Main Street.